Hi, everybody. Welcome to Queers and Soaps. I'm Tommy, and once again, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Angel. Hi, welcome back. And I am feeling better. <laughs> uh, so oddly enough, I feel like I have a cold again. Oh, no, I must <laughs> so have passed so through, through the internet. Right. <laughs> I think it's because Greg works at a school, so it's like... I get sick and then he gets what I have or he gets something from the kids and then he gives it to me. So we're just in like this vicious cycle. <laughs> oh yeah. That's how I got sick. I work at a school. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, we're back covering poor Charles tainted love. We're in week five and things really got exciting this week, at least for me. I don't know about for you. <laughs> no, no, it's for me too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll roll the credits and we'll jump right into it. So, I don't know, every episode just felt almost primetime worthy. Like, I just feel like big things were happening every episode. I was like, whoa, oh shit. <laughs> like, and I think this is why I fell in love with it. I think I came in... No, I watched it from the beginning, but I didn't watch the whole thing. It was weird. I, I can't really remember that summer too well. <laughs> um, but uh, we opened with Gabby setting up a romantic candlelit not even dinner, just the candlelit, like, seduction scene for her mm -hmm. and Caleb. <laughs> and she hopes that he'll come tonight. There's a knock at the door, and she thinks it's him, but it's Joe, and she's disappointed. Poor Joe. <laughs> um, Allison wakes Chris up with smelling salts, because last we saw, um, Jack was strangling him, and he tried to bite him. Um... By the water, Caleb and Jack fight over Livy. And Caleb says Olivia is his destiny and he's gonna be and she's gonna be his bride. Mm. <laughs> Joe says he's leaving tonight and she owes him at least a conversation about what happened between them. He assumes that the candles are not for him. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel really bad because you know it's not her fault, yeah. but she's very like, yeah, so like leave because like you don't want to see Caleb when he arrives. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, leave, leave. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, it's for the man that you met once and you don't even know his name. <laughs> um, Jack wants to meet him and she says that's not a good idea. And they basically, it was a shitty end to their relationship. Because the poor guy, he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, Jack says he'll kill Caleb, and Caleb says, did he forget about him being a vampire? And he can't kill him, and he shows his teeth again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and now we're actually saying the word vampire. Uh-huh. A lot this week. <laughs> vampire, 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 vampire. <laughs> we ripped the band-aid off, and now we have no secrets. <laughs> no more secrets. Um... Caleb tells him he was the one watching him that night that he and Livy went to the on the camping trip or not trip but when camping by the water when mm -hmm. I went missing for like a little bit. So I feel like I got a lot of answers this week, like things that I had been questioning that I was unclear about, like in past weeks. I feel like we got flashbacks, we got ex explanations. Um, this was the first instance because we actually got to see what wasn't shown in Time in a Bottle. Mm -hmm. 
of Jack and Caleb meeting by the water and Caleb biting him. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, I'm going with, but I also feel like we didn't, we weren't made aware of any like marks on his neck when he was passed out. Yeah, we weren't. We weren't. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't. <laughs> but I'll go with it. Um, Caleb explains how he mixed his blood with Jack's, and he's halfway to being immortal. He welcomes he welcomes Jack to the family. I was eating this up with a spoon. I'm, I love yes. vampires. I was, I was just like, okay. oh my God. yes, yes. <laughs> um, Joe tries to get through to Gabby by telling her he loves her, and he forces a kiss on her. We find out that the blood transfusion is what satisfied Jack's hunger, and that's why he was mm -hmm. acting normal after he had it. So again, another answer where we were kind of mm -hmm. like, what happened? <laughs> Um, Caleb tells him he needs to kill to become a full vampire. Mm. Now, is that like a mystical thing, do you think? Like, he has to go through the process of killing somebody? Because, like, he's drinking blood that we see throughout the week. That doesn't do it. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's like uh, a ritual. Like, you actually have to take someone's life. Yeah. Like, a mystical thing happens. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know we're trying to, we're, why we're trying to make sense of something that's not real, but <laughs> I just want to know, like, the universe's logic. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what the writers were thinking of that day. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Caleb disappears when Allison um, comes rushing in and finds Jack with Livy, unconscious. I forgot Livy was laying there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I love <laughs> where he kept, where Caleb kept, like, disappearing. Reappearing, disappearing, reappearing. Right. <laughs> Jack turns around. Oh my god, Caleb. Oh, ah, <laughs> and I also kind of wondered maybe it's because he wasn't feeding because he was locked up in the basement. But I was like, if he could do that, why couldn't he just like disappear out of the basement and be outside? Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe because, like I said, maybe because Michael had him locked up, he wasn't feeding, so he was weaker. Mm -hmm. Kind of mm -hmm. like how Jack is kind of weak because he's not feeding. Yeah. Um, Jack tells Allison to get out of there and they, oh, they wake Liv Livy magically wakes up just as like Caleb's gone and Allison appears. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, because I forgot she was laying there. <laughs> um, they leave, even though Livy's like, no, I want to be with Jack. I like, I want to help you. Like, why are you pushing me away? <laughs> but they leave and Jack screams that he knows Caleb is still there. And he reappears, and he says he wants Jack to join him. Mm. Jamal visits an occult shop, and he tells the worker basically what happened to Jack. Like he just tells him the story about like he died, and then he busted through the coffin, and he calls Jack a zombie. <laughs> and the the worker's like, "Oh, zombies aren't real." And so Jamal's like, "Oh, okay, good." <laughs> He's like, "But what you're describing is a vampire." <laughs> <laughs> I got a good laugh. And like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gabby pushes Joe off of her face, and he struggles with her, and she cuts him. Caleb tells Jack he could be his protege and someone to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> he could have anything he wants except Olivia. 
Jack says that's not going to happen, and Ka Caleb says then he'll die. Jack says going over a cliff didn't kill him, and neither will he. And Caleb once again is like, I made you. Like, I could destroy you. <laughs> Oh, I made you. I could destroy you. <laughs> like, you are nothing without me. <laughs> You're nothing without me. <laughs> Even <Regina> George. <laughs> <laughs> so that was all in one episode. Very exciting. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so Gabby now tries sucking the blood from Joe's cut. <laughs> mm -hmm. She's like, oh my gosh. And then she goes... <laughs> <laughs> Um, he freaks out, and this is their last scene together. Yeah. And that's pretty shitty. Um, Gabby seems to have, like, the taste of the blood, though, because she's very, like, content. <laughs> uh, Caleb says it was a mistake to think Jack would be useful to him. So now his time is up. He exposes his teeth, and Jack says, do your worst. And Livy runs up and screams, Jack, and Caleb disappears. Jack wants her to leave and tells her there's something he has to handle. He says he needs time and to go with Allison and that he loves her. So that's good. But he's like, even though he's acting weird and she thinks he's pushing her away, he kind of reassures her that he loves her. He just needs to deal with something, even though yeah. he's not telling her what, the, what it is. Um. Jamal storms into Jack's room and demands Jack tell him he's not a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamal asks Jack to fill in the blanks, and Jack tells him he met Caleb, and he told him that he hunted him down, and that's when Caleb hit him, and he was unconscious in the woods. Jamal says Caleb is the guy Livy mentioned, and Jack has a shot of pain rushing through him. Um, oh, earlier we had seen Jamal in the, uh, at the hospital, but we really didn't get like a clear like reason why he was there. He just said he, yeah. he could get answers or something to explain what's happening to Jack. Mm -hmm. So this is when we find out that he actually stole blood bags. Was it blood bags or just a blood bag? Or a blood bag. <laughs> I felt like it was just one. <laughs> yeah. So while Jack is going through the pain, Jamal rips out the blood bag that he took from the hospital which that hospital needs better security. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, he, wants, he wants to see if it'll prove Jack is a vampire. Um, um, oh, Caleb comes to see Gabby, and she says she knew that he would come. Mm -hmm. She says she doesn't even know his name, and he tells her, Caleb. And she says it's so hot tonight. And he takes like an ice cube out of her cup and he puts it around her lips. And I gotta give it to the actress. She really committed to this. Yeah, she the, did. The muscle, like thrall that she can't control. Like she mm -hmm. was <laughs> like that's like Gabby is probably one of my favorite parts about Tainted Love. I uh, I thought I was gonna get well, I did kind of get an answer, but I thought they were going to have sex. Like, I thought mm -hmm. he was just going to use her as, like, an interim until he could get to Livy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he kind of does, but not, like, in the way... Not like I mean, in... She wants it. She wants it yeah. bad. <laughs> but then he just bites her. Well, do they kiss? 
No, I don't think they kiss. But he kind of leans in and he bites her. So then I'm like, oh, is he just going to use her as like lunch? <laughs> like a snack? <laughs> <laughs> and I really felt bad for her. Um, and she has her moments where you could see her jealousy for Livy. Mm-hmm. He, <laughs> poor girl. She can't help it, but Caleb mm-hmm. telling her, you're not the one. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not the one. It is Livy. <laughs> Ugh, and she just can't help herself. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, so he bit her. Jamal wants Jack to drink the blood, but Jack says he won't. And he doesn't want it. He doesn't need it. But he turns his back, and he seems to have given the blood a little... Well, he drank it. He didn't give it a taste. He drank it. He drank it, yep. <laughs> and now he appears to be fine. Uh, Lucy is home alone and she reiterates that it's a hot night so she opens the window and she gets like a weird feeling uh-huh. so she calls Kevin and I laugh because she says you know I'm just here by myself hydrating my pores <laughs> <laughs> Get <a> face mask on. <laughs> and she's reading her tarot cards and watching like infomercials um, that was RuPaul, right? That was RuPaul, yep. Because <laughs> the voice sounded familiar. I'm not used to seeing RuPaul without big hair. Her hair was a little flat, and she was mm-hmm. a tarot card reader or a psychic for an infomercial. Yeah, I forgot who RuPaul's... They mentioned in the credits. RuPaul Alita? is, is RuPaul Bad Charles. Alita? No, no, I'm talking about they, they the, her. RuPaul, yeah, they, no, they, they, credit, uh, they credit RuPaul, uh, and it's RuPaul Charles. That's... In case you don't know the okay. full name yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cool. I didn't I never knew that she made an appearance on Port Charles. Did we I actually feel, appear in did, I, but I thought it was I kind of did, but I thought it was pre arcs, but I think I think it was I but I, but it was Hated Love, so it's so interesting the the jobs that people will take because like she's been in movies, she's had her own talk show. I, I mean, Lucy is supposed to be meeting up with her. I don't know if she ac- they actually show her in person or if that was just like a cameo on TV. I think um, it's a cameo, but I feel like I remember more, though, that like RuPaul was had more of a presence on Port Charles. Really? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, just like maybe it's slightly more, maybe I'm misremembering it, but I feel like RuPaul had more, a little bit more of a presence than like the TV. Okay. Well, her name is Madame Alicia. Madame Alicia, yep. Um, Caleb returns to the basement and opens a chest and is angry. Michael runs down asking what's wrong. And he says, Michael, let that whore wear Olivia's wedding dress. Ooh. I think we got to do that to Eve. (laughs) (laughs) First, it was the guy from Fate. Right. Then before that, we found out that Eve used to be a prostitute. I think it was Bennett Devlin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, poor Eve. She's just trying to be, she's just trying to live like the rest of us. So that answered another one of my like unclear questions from last week. Remember I was like, that dress looks familiar. The cut looks like the dress that mm-hmm. Libby wears. And I wonder how she- they get it back. Well, we find out this week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, at the cabin, Ian, 
Ian and Eve feel the baby kick. Uh, Jamal wonders how Jack feels, and he's disgusted he drank blood, but he feels fine now. Jamal says now they know, and they can try and figure out what they, they can do to fix this. Jack, Jack says now that he knows he's afraid to be around Livy because he doesn't want to hurt her. Um, and he mentions Caleb's name, but he's cut off because Livy says, how do you know Caleb? That's because that's the guy that's been stalking her for lack of better words. <laughs> um, where is it? Oh, Caleb says the dress is ruined because Eve wore it. <laughs> and Michael says he'll get the dress back. Um, but Caleb goes to leave and he says he's going to kiss the bride. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I like the whole <laughs> that he does. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I love this whole back and forth. I was like, wow, Michael Easton's best scene partner is himself. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> and that's when I was like, and they both look so good. <laughs> they really do. He looks really good in glasses. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. Michael threatens him by, you know, he's like, I'm the only one that knows what you really are, and he'll expose him. And Caleb says something along the lines of, you can't kill your twin, because that'll be like killing a piece of yourself. And I know Michael's not around very long, and I, I fear that he's going to die. And I really like Michael and don't want him to die, but I don't really remember what happens with that. I don't remember either, but I feel like that he does die. I feel like the sentiment of Caleb um, doesn't last very long. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but he tells Michael that he has a couple of hours to get the dress from Eve before he takes it into his own hands. Jack tells Livy he wants her to stay away from Caleb, and Jamal and Nelson leave. Livy assures Jack that she loves him and she wants to help him. And he assures her that he loves her, and she's pretty much, she's being needy, but she's happy that he's reassuring her. And she mm -hmm. says that's all she wanted to hear. And she tries to make love with him, but he pulls away. Um, but once he assures her, they end up making love. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if vampire sex is better than regular sex. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Um, Lucy is reading her cards and watching infomercials still, and she gets the stranger card and I think a baby boy card. The baby boy, yeah. So she's very puzzled by what, like, why she keeps getting the stranger card and what is this baby boy. Mm -hmm. And I think one of her predictions lines up with Madame Alicia's that she's giving advice to somebody. Yeah. Like, oh my God, she, really? <laughs> yeah, she keeps like, she keeps saying like, oh, she should have dumped that zero and get with a hero. And then yeah. Madame Alicia, oh, she should have dumped that zero and get to a hero. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, Lu Lucy's kind of like segmented from the story at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but I love her scenes and it's always comical. Which makes it hard for me to, I feel like, to take notes because I'm, I feel like it's all for comedy, but there is little tidbits, but like, it's almost like a setup for the next joke. 
And I enjoy the scene so much that I'm just like, how do I take notes? Like what's important and what's not? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why if anybody's watching and you feel like we don't talk about Lucy enough, it's because I'm having trouble like taking notes on Lucy. <laughs> but I feel well, like it's going to be like, more in it and it'll be easier. Yeah. Well then also like this is Lucy has been like prominent in like about maybe two arcs. So I think so. It's nice that they gave give her a little break yeah. in the vampire arc. Give it to like, of course, it's summer. So yeah. when in the summertime, oh, yeah. it used to be that used to be that like they'll focus on like younger characters. Yeah. So that's why we're getting mostly Livy and Jack and Allison and Jamal and mm -hmm. um and the uh the other characters are kind of supporting characters mm -hmm. and um that's and that's why. Yeah, that's why we're not talking about Lucy as much. So that's but I but Lucy does return a big way in later arcs. Maybe even this one. I'm not sure. Um was Lucy always like this, even on GH, like as far as being like um the universe and tarot cards and like because I don't remember her being like this. I, think I wasn't she was like this. I think she, she was, was like this. Um like I was watching, that's what took me so long to get on. Um I was watching like a clip of like um and I forgot that Lucy and Luke were friends, but uh, Alexis's first appearance with Luke. Okay. And she was basically like, she was basically the same as she was. And this was like a few years out from poor Charles. Okay. She was basically the same as she was okay. with, you know, on poor Charles. Like she had the duck Sigmund. She had, um, <laughs> which um, we haven't seen him in a little bit. We're Sigmund. Um, I feel like maybe it was during the nurses' ball. I feel like in the GH episode, Sigmund got mentioned, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> remember, I think I don't remember which arc it was. It was one of the past arcs where um Sigmund like attacked a dog. <laughs> they said, "Yeah, I think it was time in the bottle." No, she was at the new house at time in the bottle, right? It was one of the arcs, and I just thought was, that was whenever she was at the new house. I think it was time. I think it was either fate, the end of fate, or like time in a bottle. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen like earlier Lucy. Well, she came out in the eighties, so it was probably like her mid run. So maybe around ninety three, ninety four, and she seemed more or business. Her, then Harry left for a little bit to be on Days of Our Lives. So it must have been when she came back after Days, because mm -hmm. yeah, it was after Days, and she seemed more like. Not as comical, but more like, and I don't even want to say evil. What I saw, she was with like Damien Smith, and they were mm. kind of like she seemed more like a businesswoman, um, and not like kooky like she is on Portrait. So I was wondering if this was just like a trait that they added for the show. But I'm wondering if I'm wondering if all that also had to do with like the change in production around '93. Um, so remember around '90. 91, 92, I think, or even 93, mm -hmm. it was Gloria Monty for a little bit, and then they switched over to Wendy Rich. Um, um, okay. Who just uh, is a part of, like, what is it? I think it's the Golden Panel Emmy thing. She just got honored for it. She just got honored in, like, the uh, Golden Circle, I think, this this Friday, this past Friday. Oh, really? Uh, Wendy Rich did, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, which uh, spoiler for anybody who didn't watch the Emmys, but it's on Paramount Plus. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay. But like, uh, but but uh, I think like they were when Lynn Herring came back. I think it might. I wanted to say it might. It might have been under Wendy Reich, but I'm not 100 percent sure. 
Um, so they were still kind of redeveloping her character. Okay. And then when she came back, she wore a mask. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Like so she so there was like this character. I saw like it was only like uh maybe like a two-minute clip of like um oh yeah, bye, like you know, bye this character. Mm -hmm. Um it was good to see you. And then she goes like behind a dumpster and she takes off like a mask, and it turned out that it was loose the entire time. <laughs> really? Yep. Was it a was it like a long running character that was on while Lucy wasn't on the show? I think that might have been the case. I think and that might have been the case. Not like a long running character because she was only off for like a good like close to a year. But it was like a that's long enough. That's a long stretch. Yeah, long enough, yeah. Lucy the whole time. So this character <laughs> was Lucy. <laughs> and huh. that's how she returns to poor Charles. Wow. That's interesting. Well, so masks are not a new uh a last few decades. No, nope, nope, not even on days, because like uh, Roman had a mask. No, sorry. Andre there was a Roman, a Roman mask, mask and it was um uh wasn't it the slasher or was it no it was Andre. Andre, Andre, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was a demirror. Yeah. Which I think at the time we didn't know it was Andre because I think he was new, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, it's Tony in a Roman mask!" <laughs> 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 uh, so complicated. Uh, back to poor Charles. <laughs> back to poor Charles. <laughs> um, Michael shows up at the cabin, and he says they made that Ian and Eve made his brother very mad, and he explains that um, the woman that Caleb was supposed to marry left him at the altar, and she was supposed to wear that dress. And Eve wonders if him being left at the altar is what made him violent. Mm. Um, Michael retrieves the dress, and Ian thinks that they should get out of there and go back to poor Charles in the morning. And Jack and Livy lay in bed in Afterglow. And we kind of hear, like, faint fireworks going off in the background to remind us that it's 4th of July. <laughs> Which I didn't get to mention. We're now in July. We finished June last time. Now we're in a new month. Uh-huh. Which, if this was fate, it would be a different book. Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about the books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chapters. <laughs> um, this is a chapter, yep. Lucy comes to see Kevin and tells him about her incredible active dreams. <laughs> Dream life she's been living. <laughs> and Kevin was funny. He was like, you love her. This is why you put up with it. Tell me about it. <laughs> like, I can't believe I'm feeding into this, but go ahead. <laughs> she doesn't even remember. She's like, I called you and you didn't call me back. And he's like, you did. He's like, you answered. And she's like, oh. She's like, that's impossible. I was up all night. And he's like, she's like, okay, maybe I dozed a little. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eve and Ian return back to their apartment. And we now see that Eve has a little baby bump forming. Yep. She can't stop thinking about Michael and how angry Caleb got over the wedding dress. Gabby is at work daydreaming about Caleb coming to see her. Now, in a lot of these flashbacks, um, it seemed like we were seeing what we saw and then they kind of elaborated on it. So mm -hmm. at this point, I thought, ooh, maybe we're going to see that they actually do like have sex. But no. It was literally just what we saw. He bit her. 
Um, Chris snaps her out of her daydream, and he says he says he needs her to work at the blood bank, and she says no problem with a smirk on her face. She hungry. She's hungry. She's hungry. <laughs> um. Frank and Karen question Gabby about what went on between her and Joe. Mm -hmm. And she says it's none of their business. Oh, and maybe an episode before this, we should probably mention this. Joe's gone. He left. Joe leaves, yeah. Very, like, no pomp and circumstance. It just didn't work out between him and Gabby. And he goes to work in Appalachia. Goes to work in Appalachia, yep. Where Eve was supposed to go when she was in hiding. Yep, and, um... Oh, that's that's another character from the beginning that's gone. Is that it? Do we never see him again? We do. I'm not oh, telling you. Is yep. it this actor? Tell you what. Huh? Is it this actor? Yeah, yes, it's this actor. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, at least we get to see him. <laughs> yeah, but that. Yeah, but still, <laughs> if, we, if we were, if if I didn't know about the fact that, like, you know, he returns, um. Yeah, this is like another. This is another actor from the beginning that's gone. So it's Julie, Jake, um, Joe. I feel like there's somebody. Oh, um, um, what's his name? Matt. Matt, the one that's in the the one that's in the wheelchair. wheelchair. Ellen uh, Burgess is gone. So it's like five characters from the beginning that's gone. So the only so one left are Eve. Yeah, from the interns. Yeah. So the ones we have left are Eve and Chris, I think. I think there's a Karen. Mm. Though Karen was recast just like Joe was, so. And didn't she leave for a little bit to go to rehab? Mm -hmm. And then she came back as a recast? No, I think of, uh, I'll have to see. That's the thing. I have to double check and see if she left for rehab and then became a recast. Or if it was just like one day it's Jennifer Hammond, the other day it's uh, Marie Wilson. Mm. That's what I'm, I'm leaning towards the latter, but I think, and I think that the whole uh, rehab thing was under Marie Wilson. Okay, so it played out on screen the rehab. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Gabby drops a file, and Frank wants to know what this is. And at first I'm like, okay, what is this? Like adding to the story. <laughs> Apparently she was like a teenage girl and she must have wrote Caleb's name all over. Maybe even like Gabby loves Caleb and hearts and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb and Gabby for Abba. <laughs> Gabrielle Garza hyphen. What's Caleb's last name? <laughs> Morley, Morsey, Morley. We don't know at this point. That's oh, the, don't know. That's, don't know. she doesn't know at this point. So that's that's. <laughs> when she just said out his name, so now she's obsessed. She's like Caleb, mm -hmm. Caleb, 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 around it. <laughs> she just loves to say. It. She loves how it rolls off her tongue, Caleb. <laughs> Caleb. Um, Jack tells Jamal he's going to drive a stake through Caleb's heart. Um, so when Karen's like questioning, like, what is this? What are you a teenage girl to Gabby? Um, mm -hmm. Gabby gets defensive and she talks about how she feels when she's with Caleb and how they don't go out. He likes to come to her place. <laughs> and so Karen surmises that he's married because he yep. won't be seen in public with her. <laughs> 
Um, Sam comes to see Chris and she wonders if he's seen Jack. She's worried that she might be a target and she's a little ballsy. She's like, can you give me some money to get out of here? Like, what? <laughs> he's not just going to give you money. <laughs> um, I mean, he likes her, but not like that. Right. Lucy keeps getting the stranger card and the baby boy card. The doorbell rings and Lucy answers and Caleb's standing there. Oh. And I didn't know why at first, but then I remembered Livy moved into Kevin's. Um... He says he's lost and wonders if he could use her phone. But she gets a weird vibe, so she's like, no, sorry. And she closes the door. Kevin wonders what's wrong, and she says the guy made her feel strange. Mm -hmm. Caleb goes to see Gabby, and he thinks that she's been talking to her, talking about him all around town. And she says just to Karen and Frank, and just about how special he makes her feel. <laughs> he says she knows that there's someone else so once again reiterating you're not the one mm -hmm. <laughs> and she angrily says Livy <laughs> Livy and he says Olivia <laughs> Olivia <laughs> and he says he can't get to her because he hasn't been invited into the house and she's being guarded meaning by Lucy and Kevin um, but he thinks that maybe Gabby could be the one to lure her out. So Gabby shows up at Kevin's and says she needs to speak to Livy, and he invites her in, and Caleb hides and smiles. Um, but prior to her showing up, um, Kevin got a phone call that he needed to, like, go talk somebody off a ledge. Like, there was this whole emergency, but he said it's so nonchalant, like, it's just something he does on a regular basis. <laughs> need to talk to somebody off the ledge like and i thought it was gonna be like a medical like a not medical like a yeah medical story of the week mm -hmm. but it turns out we don't see it so right and we've seen it in the past but mm -hmm. it's almost i i would assume that it that is something that maybe therapists have to do but he made it seem like oh it's just oh it's this week's suicide time so i'm just gonna go fix this and I'll be back. Yeah, and I'm wondering if that's how <laughs> therapists really feel. <laughs> or psychiatrists or psychologists really feel. I guess so. Like, especially after, if you're in call. Several years, they're just like, oh, okay, let me just talk this person off the ledge, you know. It almost dehumanizes the patient, though, just to be like, oh, yeah, you're not. It really does, yeah. <laughs> but I guess, like you said, once you've been doing it for a while, it's just kind of old hat. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, where am I? Oh, so Sam asked, wait, I already said this, Sam asked Chris for money. Um, she even kind of offers to sleep with him. She says, I, you've been checking out my body since I came off the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> but at first, I didn't get the vibe that she was offering to sleep with him for the money. Mm -hmm. But he says, come with me. And he, like, basically brings her out to, like, an alley. Um... And she's like, I've never done this before. She's like, I really need the cash. And he's like, I'm not going to pay you to have sex. Um, but he does want to talk with her. So he mm -hmm. says to meet me in the recovery room in a few hours. The bar, not the hospital. Not the hospital, yeah. <laughs> and um, Jamal thinks if Jack crosses over the line of killing somebody that 
he can never be with Livy. Mm-hmm. And they're in, I guess, Jamal's apartment at this point. And he knocks Jamal out and leaves, and he runs into Sam outside, having just Ooh. Chris having just left her. So now she's like freaked out. <laughs> so here I was like, okay, all right, we're getting this is the end of Sam. There we go. <laughs> no such luck. <laughs> nah. At least not yet. Um Eve, Ian, and Karen are rolling a sheeted machine that's for Eve's sonogram. Mm-hmm. And I got like Flashbacks. I thought it was Nelly. It looked like Nelly's shape. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this seems familiar. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. Um, I can never remember that like recurring nurse's name that's always there. Colleen. Colleen. All right. She catches them. I don't know why it's a secret. Because they're asking for like a room. They know she she knows she's pregnant. And she's like, oh, let me know if, when you find out if it's a boy or girl. So she basically calls them out on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and tells them that there's a free room for them to take to do the sonogram. Um, yeah, it's only been there since the beginning. I have been watching, like, the first year of Poor Charles, mm-hmm. along with watching this Taint in Love. Mm-hmm. And um, and Colleen is there very early, too, like, when the interns really? are first making their rounds and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, I don't know why this jogged my memory for this, but I, I tried watching Passions from the beginning, and the actress that ends up playing Beth is on in, like, the first couple of months. hmm But then I guess she disappears for a little bit, and then they bring her back on as the Beth that everybody knows, the crazy Beth. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she ran the book cafe, and... They're like, oh, yeah. Beth, book cafe. Who's with Louise? Yeah, but I remember like watching that, and I was like, wow, Beth was on this early. Mm-hmm. But James Riley was good for that. He he had a twist in mind, but he was good for like planting seeds for things that would happen later on. Yeah. Um. Lucy gets a call from Madame Alicia, and wants to meet her in person at the recovery room, the bar, not the restaurant. Not the, <laughs> not the hospital. <laughs> the bar, um, the hospital. <laughs> but it was a funny conversation because um, at first, Madame Alicia, I, we don't hear her, but we hear Lucy's reaction. She's like, I, she's like, what? She's like, I know it's like a dollar ninety nine a minute. She's like, but that's not what this is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, why would Madame Alicia, Alicia, just be so um, willing to meet somebody that's just like, no, like, I. I had the same vibe as you. Like we connected. Like I'd be like, okay, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the thing Lucy is about that life. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before she leaves, Gabby apologized to Lucy for her performance at the nurses' ball, mm-hmm. and she says, "Must have been the shots of tequila I took for courage." <laughs> <laughs> and Lucy- we all know what it is. Lucy forgives her. She's like, you know, I've had a few moments on my own over the years of the nurses. Ball. <laughs> uh, Lucy leaves. Livy comes downstairs, and Gabby says she came to return something of hers that she found for, at the nurses' ball. L- Livy says it's not hers, and Gabby immediately starts talking about the man she's obsessed with, talking about how he makes her feel, his blue eyes, and I'm like. Does Caleb have blue eyes? He has blue eyes. That's what I thought. <laughs> next scene he's in, I'm like, right. <laughs> and then I started thinking about like the promos and like how they just show his eyes. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're not blue. 
I don't think like, they're blue. Maybe they're tinted. Maybe maybe because of the red tint. That's why yeah. we don't think they're blue. But <laughs> maybe that was just something to throw Livy off. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, but Livy starts saying like, "Oh, that's how Jack makes me feel," and she's like, "No, <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> not the same." <laughs> um. Jamal regains consciousness and says he can't let Jack kill anybody. He hears Sam scream and he runs outside. He finds Jack and we find out that Sam ran off. He says he wanted to kill her, but he couldn't. And Sam. <laughs> Jamal says, you don't want to be like Caleb. Jack thinks that the only way he'll stand a chance against Caleb is if he drinks. Um, live. Oh, Gabby continues to describe how electrifying Caleb makes her feel without saying Caleb. And Livy starts having flashbacks to every time she's coming contact with Caleb. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Yeah, I know how you what you mean or what you're describing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael finds Caleb in his candlelit cave. So I guess the bed's back. I didn't see the bed, but I'm assuming it's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb tells Michael he's about to have his own family. Ian and Eve have the sonogram, and they hear the baby's heartbeat. Uh, Jamal and Jack go back to the occult shop and start looking for answers. Every, but every book they read seems to like contradict the other book, so they can't find like a consistent uh, through line uh -huh. for answers. <laughs> um, Michael tells Caleb that vampires can't procreate, at least not mm. in the normal sense of having children. <laughs> yeah. And Caleb informs him he intends to have Eve's child. Ooh. So now I remembered. Caleb being connected to Eve somehow with the baby, and I wasn't, I didn't remember why, but now there's my answer. <laughs> uh -huh. He just wants the baby. I thought the baby was like some kind of like, I don't know, evil, sentient baby. You know, yeah, like almost like possessed or a baby vampire. I didn't, I wasn't sure if it, like it was like a mystical pregnancy, but it's not, it seems. <laughs> Yeah, that they they threw they threw that same curveball. Days of Our Lives with the Devil Possession, part two with Sierra. Yeah, with Sierra, Sierra and uh, Ben. Yeah. Did not to go on a day's tangent. Did we ever find out why they wanted the baby? Like, I forgot. If I if I knew, I for I pro I forgot. <laughs> um, we we find out that the baby's a boy, so that lines up with um Lucy's tarot cards, mm -hmm. the baby boy tarot card. Yeah, and Ian kept saying like, "Oh, she's look, she looks great. She's she's perfect." Like, she <laughs> you know why, right? He probably wanted to name it Grania or Granada, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, when he found out it was a boy, I was like, mm, "That's why he wanted to name it Grania." <laughs> um, Jamal uh, reads besides the throat. The thirst for blood, the thing that drives a vampire is its need for a coven. Mm -hmm. And Jack thinks that that's what um, 
Caleb is trying to do. Um, Jamal makes, no, Jack makes Jamal promise once they destroy Caleb that he'll destroy him next. And Livy makes her way to the cave, and Caleb says he's been waiting for her. Mm. And that's how the week ends. Mm. It was exciting. I love this week. <laughs> um, I kind of hope like the rest of the art continues this pace because it's like every yes. episode I'm like, oh, I can't wait to start the next one. Um, I really don't know what to expect except for like, I guess Caleb and Livy's wedding because I remember her being in the wedding dress. So, I assume that they go through with the wedding. I'm pretty pretty sure I remember that. Um, and I guess because she's going to be under her spell, she's going to break Jack's heart mm-hmm. and kind of be like, no, Caleb's the one for me. Kind of like how Gabby's acting. Yeah. Um, but we know that we now know that everybody will, that everybody, Jamal and Jack know at this point that he's a vampire. So they're going to know that she's under a spell. Mm-hmm. I'm just guesstimating. I'm not talking yeah. Um, what do you think? I, I'm thinking the same lines as you. Um, I'm curious as to, cause I, for, I actually forgot how the, how, the, now I'm forgetting how the arc ends and I'm forgetting all of Tempted, <laughs> excuse me, Tempted. So I'm wondering like if this rolls into Tempted and we get like this like nice little vampire fall storyline that unfortunately gets cut off by real life events. Um, yeah. So, uh, which is why I don't remember a lot of Tempted because it, I had to go to school and, yeah. you know, 9 11 happened. And um, so I'm wondering, like, I'm for, I'm, and I'm forgetting how it ends, but I'm, forget, but I'm liking, but I, but I'm, I know bits and pieces of it. I remember um, the whole, like, last five minutes of how it ends. Like, I vividly remember it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> And like you, I think I may have started Tempted and then real life stuff happened. And then I think I mentioned on the last podcast or sometime, we mu- I must have been off maybe for Thanksgiving because I remember watching the end of Tempted Live. So I also mm-hmm. remember how Tempted ends. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't remember how we got there. What's the in between? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, is, this would have been like the peak of my love for vampires, honestly. Like I was watching Buffy. Yeah every week sometimes on repeat because i would record it (laughs) um not to like well yeah so so when sarah michelle made like that um appearance on all my children when it was ending and Uh she was like i was seeing vampires before it was trendy i was like i love vampires before it was trendy That was my favorite. I loved it. I love that. But, that like the Kara cameo appearance. And um She's like, I'm Eric King's daughter, I'm Eric King's daughter. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember uh I do remember the end of now I'm not sure if I remember the end of Tana Love or I remember the end of Tempted. That's the thing. I don't remember. I don't remember which arc it is, but I remember something huge happens. Yeah. At the end of at least one of those arcs. So I mentioned offline there was no promos for this week, mm-hmm. um, like like Soapnet usually makes. 
But in the suggested videos that came up, I I just I guess when you leave it on, it plays automatically for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. I don't know when this happens. I don't know what arc it is, but Caleb and Livy are there. Vampires are out and about. And she was like straddling Ian Buchanan, which who I forgot was even on the show. I forgot about that too. And she got caught by Caleb. And I'm like, what is this? Is this towards the end? When is this? <laughs> And I was like, I don't want to be spoiled. So I just like it would have to have been like it would have to have been like naked eyes and over. Naked eyes and over. That's when the vampires come back. So okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I was just and then like I saw I don't even know the actor's name, um, but he was on Another World. Um, he was with Rachel. Oh, uh, Charles Keaton. Yes, yeah, him. I saw him come up in a suggested video, but it was 14 to love. So we're actually going to see him in this arc. Oh, yay. I don't know what role he plays. I don't know if he's evil. He always scared me, honestly. Like, oh, oh no, he too. Him, him and Billy Clyde Tuggle scared me <laughs> when I was a kid. Him and Billy Clyde Tuggle. My mom watched Another World and oh, all my, my children. And uh, freaking Carl Hutchins and Billy Clyde Tuggle scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I wasn't even watching. People are probably gonna be like, "Oh, how could Billy Clyde Tuckle scare the crap out of you?" So I rewatched all my children from that time period when I would have been watching, Uh and it's not the fact that, like, yes, he is a lovable character at times, but in a quick snap, Billy Clyde Tuckle will mess your shit up. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I wasn't even watching, so it was like I must, but I remember being a kid, and when my grandmother would watch Another World. I remember seeing Carl Hutchins and I was like, I don't know, something about him creeped me out. Mm. I don't know if I would see scenes where he was being evil or doing bad things, but I was like, this guy's scary. I don't know what you're watching. The fact that (laughs) Kathleen McKinnon faked her death, like, because of him, like, that should tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) But do you have anything else to add on Tainted Love this week? Nope, I'm, I'm a little disappointed there is where well, I wasn't a promo. So how are we going to promote this? We'll figure it out. We'll just have to show pictures of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, thank you for joining us for another edition of Poor Charles Tainted Love. As always, you can find us on all the socials at Queers and Soaps. And until next time, have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>